Freedom to fly? Another way of saying freedom to run. And so it goes with the crew of the experimental starship Void Jammer. And the clock never stops ticking. Unpaid bills, old enemies, and a rifle crew nip at their heels as they strike out for the best area. Friday, Saren, Relora, and Ballad know that when work comes calling, you grit your teeth and bear it. Sometimes simple folk don't live simple lives, and these former cargo haulers turned merchant smugglers will discover just how complicated their future stands to be as they enter a dangerous game. No rules, no time, no guarantee of safety. Just another day on the job, far beyond the stars. Here we are again. Welcome back to Far Beyond the Stars, episode 34, as we established, and not 36, like I thought we were doing. <laughs> <laughs> this episode comes out in mid-December. Think Christmassy thoughts. Is everybody feeling nice and cold? Very wintry? It is very cold in here. So that's good. You've got you've got winter you've got winter settings correct for you. Despite the fact that we are recording this, you know, the first week <laughs> of <make> September. <laughs> <laughs> like Labor Day is tomorrow and it is super hot outside. <laughs> way to break the way to break the uh the scene there, Abby. I love shattering the illusion that these are up to date. <laughs> <laughs> that we're not like three months ahead yeah <laughs> hello from the past <laughs> we what are not full-time podcasters we all have jobs so we record as we can <laughs> go support our patreon st- if you want it to be a little more timely uh and make us all full-time podcasters that's right new segment alert or new old segment, segment alert Ooh. Go to fantasticworlds.cash. <laughs> Give us money, please. We are all, uh, for the most part, gay and uh, struggling, <laughs> and we'd like more money, and we'd like to podcast full-time, except maybe Heidi. Heidi really sunk a lot of money into her education. Uh, she would probably want to keep being a counselor. But, no, I but want to be a podcaster us- full-time. Oh, excellent. Okay, we're all happy to quit. <laughs> <Yay>! <laughs> we're all so glad to quit our jobs. <laughs> And become full-time podcasters, and all we need is for you to go to fantasticworlds.cash and give us $6 a month. If you all do that, we can start a podcast where we read Reddit relationship threads and discuss them and make uh, make comments about them. Um, oh, I would ha- – I mean, there's a there's – a, a, there's, you know, probably I think 1,000 of those already, but I'm happy to add one more. I would do it just I for the fun. And we could call it our – and I would call it, are we the drama – are we the drop? We are. We're the villain. I had time. We, I mean, my little, my sisters and I, last time we were playing games together, we came up with a podcast idea for the three of us called, why are you like this? And <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, I would totally do. Why are you like this? If I had the time in my life. So if you so want yes, that, that, go show. support us. <laughs> my support sisters us. are very funny. So, <laughs> 
So get, make it to the point where we can have, so we can have our podcast dreams come true and, yeah. uh, and just make funny, awesome podcasts all day long. If I had money and time, I could actually make some of those audio dramas that I dream up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See? See? You know you want this. We've got a lot of good content up here, you know? We just need the time (laughs) and the money. It will cost you one peppermint latte a month to fund this dream for us. So please just get like a few thousand people to give me a dollar. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) One dollar. Simple. Simple. Easy peasy. Huh, but that is not currently the situation. But what is currently the situation is we do still get to meet here every other week and record a really fun bonkers space opera together. So let's let's do that. Last episode on Far Beyond the Stars, you received what seemed like a straightforward mission. From a member of the Viscarium, Captain Eshovayo Fireheart. It's a, it's a simple snatch and grab. You're just supposed to go find a domestic terrorist. Uh, definitely definitely a, a terrible person, no question. Go find her, bag her, uh, alive or dead, preferably alive. But dead is still, de- dead's fine too, if, you know. Oops, accidents happen during fights. Uh, and bring her back to Vesk 3, to Captain Fireheart. And then you'll have the satisfaction of having turned in a a criminal who killed thousands of people. And you'll also get a tidy chunk of change. He is planning on, he's going to pay you 10 BP if she's dead, 15 if you can manage to bring her in alive. Not your usual racket, but something that the four of you are certainly capable of considering how murderous uh, you tend to get. Abby, the correct term is murder horny. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, I can't believe I said something so gauche as murderous when I meant the much more appropriate term, murder horny. So gauche. <laughs> Do excuse me. Where are my manners? Uh, the four of y'all get super murder horny. And this is a perfect kind of person to be super murder horny about. Except the problem with people like you is that you're also smart and curious <laughs> and you like asking questions. That uh, you know, sometimes pry into whether or not you've been told the truth or if Captain Fireheart even knows the truth or mm-hmm. is there something else going on here? You've got to you amassed a certain amount of evidence last episode that says there this may be a more complicated issue than you have been led to believe. Led, big giant question mark. It's a big giant question mark. Friday has peered into alternate uh, timelines and has seen a couple of couple of things that make y'all think that there might be more to this story. But of course, it's it's so hard to know if if anything that happens in an alternate timeline means anything in this one. But also, it doesn't necessarily not mean anything since everything else was so similar. So you're juggling that a little bit. You've discovered that Agavana was stationed at Barandarama, which is the place that uh, was attacked by Hellfire Toxin and a lot of people burned alive from the inside, apparently including 
Agavana. But Captain Fireheart seems to think she's not dead. And in one of Friday's visions, she has very pearly white scales and red eyes, which seems to indicate that she she might be a Barai, possibly one resurrected by a deity of some sort. Gosh, you got a lot of questions. My goodness. (laughs) You might have bit off more than you can chew. This conspiracy, if this is a conspiracy, (laughs) it runs deep. It runs real deep. You know how we love a mouthful. Yeah, you do. (laughs) You love a mouthful. (laughs) If we go into engineering, does Saren have a conspiracy whiteboard with the pictures and the strings connecting (laughs) all the stuff? All the newspaper clippings? A real Charlie Day situation. Angel, this is space. It's on a digital board. It's not a Oh, my bad. It's That's a digital a board, board where all the information is digitized, but Saren has, in fact, drawn real actual string, like, across <laughs> the board itself. <laughs> so, either way, whether or not you're heading into a very complicated conspiracy, or a simple smash and grab, or something in between, you do still have to go to Gaskar 3. You have already had your course set. Is there anything you would like to do before you exit the drift? None more for me. So you've been in space for about six days. So there's lots of time for Saren to build your board uh, or anybody else to do anything they like. Um. No, I, I, I have the thing we talked about, but I think I want to be not so sick feeling to dwell into that more. So, yeah, we should say, because also I want some more time to yep. think about that. Um, so, all right. If nobody has anything, um, Fanny's going to de- definitely take a me day and finish healing that that appendage that they were just, you know, for the last couple of days, I think. They just didn't take the time for a little R&R, and it's just taking a little me, a me day, and the rest of the time, they'll go on their normal day-to-day routine, and um, is also going to be, now that they feel super refreshed, uh, going through their wardrobe, they found an old outfit they haven't worn in a long time, and it's kind of like a mechanics-type garb, where it's like a... Um, almost kind of like a little bodysuit, it's a little bit more snug, but has a bunch of belts. And I'm picturing something very similar to maybe what Saren would wear as an engineer to have ready access to a little tool belt. And will be in one of a old form, uh, hanging out in the in the kitchen area. So if it's the first time one of the characters is walking in, they're going to basically be running into a stranger. Oh my god. I love the idea though that like Saren or somebody walks in and is just like, "Oh, hi Relora." <laughs> That's <laughs> Hey there, Jiri. How's your day going? Oh, it's going pretty well. Just, you know, still fixing some of the upgrades that I made to Jambike. Those turned out so clutch. I really liked him. 
So what's uh what's with this Rhyforian look? Ah, yeah. so uh, this is a lyric. I spent some time some time as a lyric in my late late twenties, doing a few odd jobs. I was going through the old closet, found uh found this outfit, and you know what? I wanted to try it on, but also it just wouldn't feel right wearing a lyric's clothes without being a lyric. Oh. That makes sense. I enjoyed my time as a lyric. And now that we're on the subject, I'd love to uh, take a look under the hood of a gym bike. Again, looking oh. pretty clutch. Oh, all the tech is proprietary. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> uh, Saren laughs and uh, sort of it's like, oh, yeah, but, you know, I suppose I could give you a, a look under the hood. Um, you know, just whenever you want, like, we can head on back to the cargo bay and uh, look at look at them. Well, no time like the present. After you, Jiri. Uh, Saren will lead the way to, to the cargo bay and will lead the way to the cargo bay. Press a button on Jambike and Jambike unfolds from the little compact uh, form. Into the, the full inner cycle form. Hey, Saren, you seen Relor? Who the hell is that? Oh, okay. I got it. <laughs> okay. Wait, no, I got it. You're Relora. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, took me a minute hey there. there. <laughs> hey there, young one. <laughs> young one. <laughs> you know, for sure you're nowhere near being a young one. Oh, you're a jokester. <laughs> Angel, I might have missed it because I was I was looking I was looking up something else for later, but did you describe what Alaric looks like? Oh no. So so for our listeners, just like Heidi said, Alaric is a uh, Riporian, so they are um uh winter winterborn, so with the Riporians they can have the uh, from Triaxis, good old Triaxis. Come if you listen to Fantastic World, I, Fantastic World has there's tons of them. Ah, right. Mm-hmm. So uh, they they basically have uh, a light fur, uh, pale pale skin. Their ears kind of a uh, you're kind of almost like kind of traditional elfish kind of high high pointed ear, uh, dark eyes, but uh, very much look like they would be at home in a wintry environment. They're taller, taller than I think most of the forms that Miss Fanny has taken so far. Um, so, and I think Ballad, how, how tall are you? I don't think they're as tall as, as Ballad. You're relatively tall, right? Oh no, Ballad is short. Ballad's like five two. Okay. Friday's tall and Heidi's and Saren's tall. There we go. Okay. So, Probably, whereas uh, Miss Fanny is used to kind of looking up when they're talking <laughs> a lot to the captain and Saren, uh, Alaric is pretty tall and and lean. So as is this specific form, but yes, is a winterborn Riporian. Fun. And the view is nice awesome. from up here. Ground is so cool far that away, you can isn't get it? Taller, yeah. Ground far. I I can only basically be this height. 
ballot in her sign in her head's going, I wish I was a little bit taller. Yeah, I wish I was a baller. I wish I had a girl look. Now it did take me a it did take me quite a spell to to learn how to walk being up so high, but well now it's just as easy as breathing. But I did take some spills early on. <laughs> it's funny when tall people fall down. <laughs> I honestly don't I know what it would be like to be uh, to 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 feel short. Hmm. Eh, you know. <laughs> At least I have my extendo arms now, so it's not as much of a concern. The main thing was just like couldn't reach stuff before. Now that trick took me a while to learn myself. Now, I don't think I'll be doing it anytime soon. The arms need a little bit of rest. Yeah, that was a nasty sprain. You doing better? Oh, much better. I had a I had a nice a nice soak. My little day off. Hope you hope you all fared well while I was taking a breather. Oh, for sure. It got gave me a chance to do some uh some uh practice. <laughs> <laughs> what practice. sort of practice? Dot dot dot. <laughs> you know, practice cooking, practice cleaning that kind of thing things i've never really had well i mean i've done them but like not to this degree you know what i'm saying oh yeah no i realized like i saw you baking more while we were on command three yeah it's it's fun most i've ever done was like you know i was a bartender for a while so i used to slap some drinks together but aside from that (laughs) I didn't did really notice you separated the zest for the crust in them lemon bars. And dear stars, have you seen Carm's y- yikes review? <laughs> no, I have not. It was not. quite favorable. Lemon, the lemon bars may, made a guest appearance there on his post. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. We're going to have to feed all of our clients. Let's get some stuff ready for uh, what's his head. <laughs> oh, yeah. You got a whole cluster on Yikes based completely off of the lemon bars. <laughs> like It was like three clusters for saving his life, one cluster for doing the job you've been hired for, and one cluster just for those delicious lemon bars. Oh, what a goofball. <laughs> yeah, he's a goon. Anyways, I'll leave y'all to... It looks like you're here to take a look at uh, Jambot? What are you calling Jambot now? Still Jambot? <laughs> uh, Jambot works, but also jam bike. Jam bike. You know, the, the whole bike intercycle format just it seems it seemed easy, you know. Um very fun. <laughs> what uh what are you showing what are you showing Alaric on your bike? It's an intercycle, so like it's it's got this sleek golden like cover over where the engine sits. Um pops it open and starts showing showing off you know all the all the bells and whistles so speeding <laughs> speeding speeding jam bike tries to take <laughs> off that. and zoom around the cargo hold <laughs> goog yells at you both <laughs> from underneath his couture he's got he's taken to wearing couture sunglasses now <laughs> because y'all are y'all are very comfortable oh, so yeah. uh, <laughs> he's got very fancy goggles Oh, that uh, yeah, so 
the six day, the five days pass in relative peace with all of the research you've been doing and just kind of tinkering with your various toys, preparing mentally for the challenges ahead. Uh, day six rolls around, and what was what was Captain Friday up to? Uh, Fanny, uh, just just let you know, uh, gonna get some practice in with the going over the, the plans here. Uh, so basically, what I'm doing is this is a new ability that I got at fourth level, which is called. Um, it's a granted option for me that I can, as long as I spend an hour practicing with somebody combat, uh, we gain a, oh God, what is it called? Combat bond. And what the combat bond is, is anytime either of us does herring fire for the other one, oh, they get, that like person that. gets a plus four uh, bonus to their AC. So I love herring fire. That's perfect. Yes. So uh, if you do harrying fire for me, I get a plus four bonus to my AC. If I do harrying fire for you, you get plus four for your AC. So, uh, and that lasts all day. Is this how you're getting revenge for the teamwork feat from <laughs> Fantastic World? I actually World? don't even know where this came from. I don't know if it was a, so if it was a feat I took or if it was something that witch horrors just get at a certain level or what. But that's um, cool. Yeah. It says Skyfire, Centurion, Witch Warper, granted option. So uh, I don't remember. I did this for three months ago. So <laughs> <laughs> I do like Herring Fire. It is definitely a Miss Fanny go-to move. So that is pretty cool. Yeah. And we both have pretty low AC. So it makes sense that we would be able to have each other's back like that. Okay. So also quite a bit of training on the holodeck for the four of you. The Void Jammer pops out of the drift over the planet Gaskar 3 after your six-day trip. And you can tell even from orbit that this is a really forbidding-looking planet. It looks very stormy. It's covered in water. You can see at least a dozen storms appear to already be forming as Relora angles in for a landing, or Alaric angles in for a landing. <laughs> you descend through the storms, and the city of Gaskari comes into view. It's nestled into the foothills of a nearby mountain range, on Gaskar 3's only continent. It's got one continent, a handful of islands scattered throughout, and the rest is stormy, stormy water. As you get closer, Gaskari, you can see that the center of the city has a massive, permanently grounded colony ship resting there, and the rest of the city seems to have been haphazardly built around it. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, it's an interesting it's an interesting place. Does anybody want to make me, you know, any checks about Gaskar 3 to know to see if you know anything more about it? I'd like to know about its underworld. I'm <laughs> which do I bet it doesn't check. really have much of. I'll do a, I'll do a Does culture. anybody want to do the culture and I'll aid or Yeah, I can. Uh, I think you have I think you have a better culture than me with a your plus 7 I only have a plus 6. Okay. Oh yeah, yours is better, Angel. You should do I it. I can give you the. I mean, I'm doing Angel. mine for different reasons. So, yeah, right. yeah um, Jess, you yours go. is going to be a separate check. Yeah, I figured. Angel, I got you the aid if you want to add a plus okay. one here. So that's eighteen. What if we divide and conquer, uh, Captain? Uh, help me out here with the infosphere. And Sarah, what about checking local, the local biz, maybe commerce revolving around the. The, the music shop. 
maybe has some some yikes reviews. I know the business is relatively new, but maybe you can give us some kind of insight for uh, for talking. I'll be looking into that organized crime shit. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> we're disorganized crime, you know, as it were, <laughs> as it as it often is. Yeah, nobody so ever talks about to- disorganized crime. They always talk about organized crime. Disorganized crime. So organized crime is sexier. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So eighteen on a general culture. Oh, general culture. Okay. On an eighteen, you you know a lot. There's a lot. A lot of this is publicly available on the extranet. If you just kind of know the right keywords or the infosphere. I keep bouncing between different like science fiction. Oh, same. I'm like, I can't remember what it <laughs> is. I think, I think it's the info. It's the infosphere in Star Wars. Oh, oh, cool. 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 I believe it is. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, a little bit about its history on that one. Uh, you know, that Gaskar three was originally settled by the followers of Yulalov, uh, Gaskar Yulalov, who was a Vesk philosopher and follower of Waydan, who rejected Ooh, the Viscarium's nice. violence and tyranny. And he had been planning to lead his people uh, away from the Empire so that they could kind of form their own society. Before he was able to do that, though, he was arrested and executed. But his nice. disciples rallied around him as a martyr and then got this colony ship, the Gascari, and uh, went off and found a new home, which is this planet. And they named it Gascar. In they named the entire star system Gascar in in honor of their fallen leader. So Gascar's Gascar Three's current inhabitants there there are no, there were no native intelligent life forms on this planet. So it was it was open season for colonizing it and in addition to the vesk renunciants many individuals from across the galaxy have migrated to gaskar 3 in search of a freewheeling whimsical society they have mostly taken up space on the only continent on offer and they all do tend to be uh followers of waydan very nice yeah jess what did you get for your criminal underworld uh, twenty-four. Twenty-four. <laughs> you know where to buy the. You know where to buy weed on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this place is a. This place is a relatively well-known haven for criminals on the run, particularly for the, particularly from the Viscarium. It's kind of an easy way to get rid of troublesome dissidents for the Viscarium that they don't necessarily want to expend the effort of like rounding up and executing, but they don't really want them to be there causing trouble in Viscarium society either. And so this, uh, this place is a really convenient middle ground where they will allow certain people to flee here uh, and will leave them alone. And then it's, also uh just a, a bit of a haven for sort of low grade crime nothing nothing too crazy there's not there aren't a lot of gangs uh it's mostly it's mostly a, a way down community uh so it's more like freewheeling independent 
smuggler, occasionally pirate types tend to be the criminal, the criminal element on this planet. Well, folks, I know with the Viscarium military involved, this can go south right quick. I'm going to recommend we make sure our armor's on tight. We got our weapons fully loaded and ready to ready to draw. I'm not saying, of course, uh, shoot first, but uh, keep a keep an eye out. Okay, the four of you exit the ship, kind of wander away from the spaceport. Uh, the the store the. S- Sonic Future is located in a small shopping center near the the center of the city. And you wander in that direction, sort of taking in the crowds that you see. You see people from all over the galaxy have come to make their home here. Weidan's symbol is everywhere. And eventually you come to a bright neon sign reading Sonic Future, casting a bright purple sheen over the light rain you find yourselves in. It's a beautiful day on Gaskar 3 because the rain is not currently pelting you into submission. It's dusting (laughs) your cheeks. Light drizzle. The shop itself on first glance, is brightly lit and neatly organized with a variety of high-tech musical instruments available for sale. Uh, And a a Formian is standing behind the counter, looking up as you enter. And they say, Welcome to Sonic Future. Is there anything in particular you're looking for, or are you just browsing today? Best customer service voice. (laughs) Um, I'm looking for a zithery do. Oh, zithery do. Uh, we do have a few of those in stock. They're not they're not the most requested instrument on Gaskar 3, but if you'll come with me over here, I do have a couple models. It is it is an instrument that I personally enjoy very much. <laughs> I'm Saren will. Oh, yeah. yeah. They they lead you over to the zithery do, which is a it, it, it almost it almost looks it looks a little bit like a bong, uh, <laughs> a musical bong. The there's a sparkly purple bottle available, and then there's also uh, something in kind of a, a just just a nice frosted white. Saren will pick up the frosted white one and mm-hmm. give it a look see. Great. How do you think you play a zithery do? Um, I kind of feel like it's uh, it's some form of wind instrument. Um, yes. Yeah, that would make sense because it's a bong. So you have to like, but it's like an unusual sort of instrument where like there's already wind inside it because it's high tech. Like there's already yeah. like some vibrating stuff in there that's, that's generating airflow. And it's your job to figure out how to suck it out in the proper way. <laughs> uh, maybe it's there. There are different little control buttons to release like mm-hmm. different pitches. Yeah. 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 And perfect. It's very so you're constantly so, similar to a bagpipe. You're even though it's got air, you're constantly refilling it with the air. So mm-hmm. cool. Um, roll for how good you are. Oh, what am I rolling? <laughs> uh, roll me. 
just roll me just roll me a, just roll me a d20 all right you know uh like below 10 you're terrible i have a hero point for some weird reason i'm gonna burn it for this because i want <laughs> Heidi to be a badass <laughs> all right <laughs> oh sorry Great. pressure's on I rolled a four and <laughs> I rolled an 11. Okay. <laughs> so taking the 11. Yeah. It's clear that you practiced in school a little bit as a tiny crystal, <laughs> but it has been, it has been many years since you last picked up this instrument and it is noticeable, but you're not awful. Like it's not, it's not hurting anyone's ears. To listen to you. There's just, you know, the, 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 the notes are a little, a little off, you know, you don't quite have the fine control. Uh, but Jask, but Jask is like nodding approvingly and just kind of like telling you like, oh, well, this model is actually really great for, for, excuse me if I'm, if I'm wrong about this, but for someone who hasn't played in a few years, this is a really good, uh, way to get back into it. I, I also have some sheet music if, uh, if you'd like to check some of that out. Uh, and, and this is a personal favorite instrument of mine. So I can also recommend, you know, a couple of people who, who teach it. I, I teach it actually, if you wanted to, if you wanted to come back, I don't know how long you're planning on staying or if you live around here man they're good ballad is literally is like messing with a huge synth (laughs) on Mm -hmm. the other side of the story just like (laughs) playing a bunch of different tunes (laughs) Uh, she's like a kid in a candy store oh okay well i have to do well because (laughs) i make music (laughs) um what if what was the role again (laughs) just roll just roll me a d20 if it's 10 or under you're awful all right if you roll like, really high, it should be like your first your first released album from your from your music your band days. <laughs> oh, I got That's a fifteen. Funny. I like that. You got a fifteen. Yeah, you're you're very good. <laughs> that's a, that's that's pretty that's pretty passable. You know, Ooh. you're no virtuoso, but uh, but that yeah. that sounds that sounds pretty solid. Jess, Jess is kind does. of bobbing their head up and down, tapping their foot a little bit. They're they're enjoying it. They're digging it. Like, well, you seem like someone who's already got uh, who's already got a collection of instruments. Uh, I mean, are you looking for looking for upgrades or? I'm just going to sell you um, musical instruments until someone just <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah we'll get to that <laughs> kind of like I use this software and then Ballad has like in her arm that's where she has like a. One of those pads where you can kind of touch and create different sounds. And it's just super complex. Like a big screen folds out and she can change a lot of different stuff on it. I'm kind of just like, I don't have really analog instruments, mostly because, you know, hard hard to find space for them. I mean, I guess not so much anymore, but it's just easier to do it all in the program, you know? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, it's hard to find space in space. But... uh... It does sound like you just you just uh, got more space in space, so maybe maybe you'll have room for it now. But this is a great program. Where'd you where'd you find this? Oh, <laughs> a little bit of this and that. It's kind of a few things mixed together. With the oh, you designed it yourself? Friends. Yeah, yeah, self design and with some help from you know, like I said, lots of friends. That's cool. <laughs> That's input. cool as hell. Yeah, proprietary. And then she like puts it away. <laughs> 
<laughs> they they seem genuinely bummed out. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, if you really it's want, a cool, it's you can a cool take last program. <laughs> if you really want, you can take a closer look, and we can um, chat about what we're really here to talk to you about. Well, actually, I was going to say, uh, while they're all doing that, is there like a back room? Yeah, there's a back room, bud. I want to see if I can like kind of just step back and maybe see if there's like a desk and see if there's anything in the back while they're having him super distracted. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah I'll keep them looking at um, my internal music program <laughs> and sort of talking about the complexities of that. Perfect. Uh, Dustin, make me a stealth roll, and I will give uh, I will give Jask I will give Jask a negative two to their perception. Okay, nice. this is going to be interesting. Alaric is checking out all the musical <laughs> instruments that are really designed to be played by races with multiple arms, <laughs> hanging out with their two arm form right now. I roll the five. Oh, okay. no. Yeah, Jask. <laughs> wow. Jask. I knock over, it. I knock over instruments. Clocks. Yeah, you knock something over. Jask absolutely clocks you, making your way toward the back room. And they're like, at staff only. And be careful. This is a very expensive model. Sorry. Kind of, they're kind of straightening a guitar. Oh, sorry about that. And as he walks forward, he does a trip and he falls into more instruments. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of okay. give it you for maybe distracting <laughs> somebody else to see if somebody else can sneak off back there while he's <laughs> causing problems. Is oh, anybody else picking up what he's grabbing down? And he gets goes to get up and he picks up another instrument like to hold himself and pulls it down on accident. Oh, Sir, crap. please, please stop moving. Please, I beg you. <laughs> I'm I'll sorry. Do I don't mean to be rude. Please I'll, stop moving. <laughs> I'll do a bluff to see if I can just convince him that I'm a complete klutz. Yep, please uh, bluff him. Bluff them. Bluff them. <laughs> Fanny was convinced you were going to do diplomacy stuff on him as the plan to question him. So this is so much more fun. <laughs> well, yeah, that's why I was rel- <laughs> this is a good time. <laughs> Fanny is just dumbstruck because she thinks you're actually like klutzing and like ruining instruments. Because think about it. Our last, our, our only interaction or our past interactions in mean business with Friday is he charms the pants off of everybody. So mm-hmm. in their mind, they were picturing you coming in, being suave, finding information, um, had, would never picture in a million years that you would like s- try to do like a sneak in the back, uh, to like find stuff. So they're totally not even zeroed in on. Uh, and that's a, that's a 22 bluff, by the way. Much better okay. Than yeah. Uh, they buy it. That was and like I, just keep, a, a I keep like being a complete klutz. Okay, I'm gonna you make me try a acrobatics check. and stealth. Yeah, so I, she's gonna do like a really acrobatic roll. Well, if I roll well, okay, that one, that one's a nineteen. Woo! Um, but I don't know how stealthy it was. Acrobatics, not okay. <laughs> but on my, st- I do it so loudly because on my stealth, <laughs> I got a natural one. <laughs> I, I I try to tie that with another destructive sound with my. <laughs> Left, uh, hopefully, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe Ballad accidentally my... rolls into Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Very acrobatically. Well, okay. 
Because I think, so following the rules, my acrobatics was great. I do a fantastic, cool trick. I'm going to pretend like I was just trying to get away from like falling instruments. Um, because he, they, they definitely notice what happens. Yeah, they definitely notice. But here's the thing. They're, they're tied up with Fridays, like literally smashing the merchandise. And the, the back, like you do a flip, a loud flip over the counter. <laughs> but over the counter, flip. here, let me just show you. Let me just show you the map here. We yeah. are in full shenanigans mode. Full you shenanigans. Are. It's like so a like, cartoon. Jask, Jask is like over here, right? With Friday over mm. sort of sort of like on the opposite end of the store. Okay, but the right. counter and the back room are like right next to each other. So you made it, which means you pretty much are already in the back room. And I feel bad. <laughs> what you see in there. There's there's the usual backroom stuff. There's a desk. There's a computer terminal. There's some messy paperwork. There's back stock. And two robots wearing dusters, wide-brimmed hats, and bandoliers. And they've got Friday, guns. your people. Oh. Roll for initiative. Holy crap. Aww. I was like, Friday, your people. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, are these Friday bots? that was fun well i got i got inspiration you know what get your inspiration friday as well oh Oh, yeah that's right yeah good job (laughs) (laughs) that was fun most stealthless freaking flip who does a loud flip those were some good Valid. shenanigans. That's how you turn a fail into a success. Let's <laughs> go ahead and I'm get imagining how that even happened. Up. I think she like knocked into one of the chairs behind the desk. She like did a flip and sort of mis mistimed it and slammed right into a chair. <laughs> I love that. That's funny. I'm pi- all to the all to the soundtrack of Hot Cross Buns. From Sarah. <laughs> 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 Isn't that what you learned? <laughs> <laughs> or green sleeves. Oh, there we go. <laughs> That's the background montage noise. We're gonna have a busting up the shop montage. It's like a bunch of smashing noises is like jung bong gung gung bong and then ha 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 I and then balance like smashing to think that the- into a chair. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think Let, that the zithery do it, like the sound refracts really nicely. It's meant to be played by shimmer, shimmering, and it the sound refracts Ooh. really nicely through the crystals. So you know, you get this I extra like ringing added on there. Bling. Let's let's go let's go play. Who got what initiative? Real quick, it's super fun game. We're gonna start with ballad since ballad was the inciting incident. <laughs> Of doing the loudest, most acrobatic roll possible into the back room. <laughs> well, I got a 14. Love that for you. What did Alex correct? Get? Great. I, I love that. Thank you. <laughs> I got a 22. Woo, baby. I don't like that. Dislike. <laughs> Wait, did I roll no, twice? Thank you. 
Oh, my bad. I got a 24. I rolled twice for, I must have clicked the button twice for whatever reason. So it's actually a 24. Yeah. Woo, that's a max I could ever get. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Saren Caceres. I rolled a five. Is that, a, is that total? That's total. I rolled a four on the dice. Oh, good. With my plus one initiative. Is he playing the excellent redo? Captain Friday Francisco. I rolled a five, which means I have a 10 initiative. Well, you are covered in a pile of instruments. I guess the rolls followed the narrative, didn't they? (laughs) (laughs) That does make sense. Oh, boy. Okay, so we are going to kick off combat with Miss Fanny. Oh, goodness. That backfired hear, on me. You hear... I don't, Bala, do you say anything to alert your teammates that you found oh, yeah. gun-toting robots in the back room? So here's what I imagined happened. <laughs> Ballad does a front handspring using her extendo arms over the counter, thinking, yeah, I can sneak over here. Immediately realizes she's headed for a rolling chair, um, lands on it loudly, and then goes rolling into the back room, slowing as she realizes she has uh, bogeys on either side, and then screams that out to her friends. Ah, bogeys! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> bogey's back here <laughs> and uh oh, yeah. did you say I'm, old fogies? I'm, I'm actually <laughs> no bogey's <laughs> enemies we have enemies um and <laughs> she is i am gonna take i will allow you know much like angel does when he's in uh weird situations with his characters i'm gonna take some self-imposed penalties for being on a rolling chair once we get to my turn but (laughs) (laughs) we'll address that when we get there (laughs) excellent i look forward to hearing about that okay uh when you yell that out just as just as a you know their own free action you hear jas yell shit (laughs) oh (laughs) Ah, freaking uh, dang nabbit all, all right there's there's no need for a dust up uh i say we just uh keep calm and uh let's uh let's let's talk about this now of course wow roll diplomacy yeah, of course, well, what? <laughs> oh, I'm like, what happened? I know it's like <laughs> mentally things like we usually. Oh no, their mental voices are Laura. We usually talk these things out. What happened? <laughs> All right, this is a plus one. I, okay, Sometimes you gotta plus. change it up. <laughs> Ballad and Friday attempted to do something out of the ordinary, well, and it did not work. It was good fun so, for me, though. Like, like I oh, it was, was so jazzed. That you were trying to sneak into the back room where my enemies were. <laughs> we did our best. Good job. That was fun. It was a good At the time. same time, both rolled really bad. Armed robots in the back. Mm-hmm. Although they could just be uh, security. Anywho, I got. Uh, I rolled a twelve. So with my plus one, that's a total of a thirteen. Hey, that's over ten. <laughs> it's, it's that over, is over ten. 
It's not the worst. Not that's the true. That's, that's not a four, failure. A nine yeah. or a three or a seven. Okay. Yeah. All numbers that are under 10. It's, it's a very nice thing for you to say, but Ballad, you notice that both of these robots are bringing their are bringing their rifles down to level directly at you, and they don't seem particularly interested in conversation. Oh, goodness. Yeah, Alaric, so, I'm about to get shot, so I just want to tell you oh, that failed. <laughs> are, are you sitting on a wheelie chair? Yeah. I said I it once. On I said, said it again. I can't take you anywhere. Uh... With that, Alaric's going to go into a full, full run um, and d- dash <laughs> over the dash over the the counter. Um, oh goodness, is that in athletics or acrobatics? Probably acrobatics. Acrobatics. Okay, acrobatics. Yeah, well, acrobatics works for me. That's what I did to get eight. over. Here. Yep. That's actually a pretty strong skill. Come on. Dee Dee, Waylon, oh, Waydan, guide my dice rolls. Yes! <laughs> I'm glad we're on the Waydan planet. Um, that's 20 <laughs> acrobatics. Oh boy, yeah. No, you sail Woo! right over it. How do you How do you do it? Describe to me how you launch yourself over the rail. Ooh, I got this. I got this. In a way, that's just, you know, it's so Astrozoan to do this. They're going into a full run they're jumping, and as the kind of like their arm, their their only two arms at the uh, basically are up extended to kind of like uh, get balance. Almost unconsciously, another set grow to grab the counter to help them like pull vault in, <laughs> almost like propelling them. <laughs> but they're like vestigial, not fully like formed, but just enough to grab and then sink right back into Alaric's body as they land. Um, uh, doing their four-armed desk jump pole vault maneuver. They haven't done it in a while, but, you know, it's like riding an intercycle. Perfect. <laughs> Woo! Um, and then once they stick the landing, um, I think with that, I don't think I could... Drawing my weapon, doing the run in the vault, I don't think I... I, I think that's it for the move and, move and standard action. Mm-hmm. So I think that's as much as I could do, and I'll just hanker, hanker close done. down. Yep. All right, Ballad, I got your six. Okay, because I don't want to get shot. Can I use my hero point to get in, f- get in front of these fools? Yeah, the that's initiative? a really good idea. I I, I highly <laughs> recommend you do that, considering they're both they both go in front. They both go before you, and they're flanking you currently. So. Yeah, I'm Shiza. I'm concerned. So, Ballad. She's still slightly rolling forward. Um, she's going to push out her extendo arms and shove against the far wall to push herself back. Uh, back a square so that she's next to Miss Fanny in, behind the desk here. Um, and I think with the strength of that push, she's also going to slide herself back over the desk. So I imagine I need another acrobatics t- check for that. Mm-hmm. Um which is a 22. So since a 19 got me here, I imagine a 22 is fine. <laughs> um, so yeah, she just, she sees the shots being fired and is just like slam into the back wall to shove herself out and then goes sliding over the desk uh, and is now waiting on the other side with her chain whip out and ready. Perfect. Um, and she yells at uh, Jask, call him off or this is going to get ugly. 
Jask is currently like cowering underneath <laughs> like a table full well, oh, his, they're cowering underneath the table that was displaying instruments that Friday was wrecking. So they're also they've got some good cover of some wreckage around them. And uh um, they just call back, they don't work for me. Okay, so I guess my intimidate will do nothing. It was a really yeah. good roll. <laughs> Damn it. I got a 28 <laughs> on my intimidation check. Uh, oh, well. Sorry. They don't work for them. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Is that the end of your turn? Uh, yes. Okay. On to robot number one. These robots look identical in every possible way. The duster, the hat. They've got some different weapons on them uh, to differentiate. And they also have numbers on their foreheads. This one has a number two on her forehead. Who does number two work for? And they are going to... Kind of inch along the wall here and then uh, take a shot at, hmm. Yeah, you know what? They're feeling feeling reckless. Uh, They're actually going to move directly in front of where Rolora is standing. So all of a sudden, Rolora, you just see this robot in a duster and a hat and a relatively featureless face just come running out from behind the wall with their gun leveled directly in your face and they are going to take almost stars roll me a will save fine (laughs) maybe I will roll a will save (laughs) That was an eight. Misfire. Oh, that's right. You have that cool spell. Boo. Boo, <laughs> I say. <laughs> Remind me what misfire does. Does it mean I just don't, I just don't aim properly? Does it jam my gun or something? Yeah, it jams the gun. Okay. Boo, I say. Okay, well... <laughs> Then we're done. We're done with that robot's Ooh. turn as they attend to their jammed gun. <laughs> God jam it. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like you got a little uh, witch warper there in the gears. <laughs> All right. It's time for the next robot's turn. Uh, their number says four on their forehead as they advance around the corner to stand next to their compatriot they say to relora well if the chit chat bit is over and they will also take aim with their pistol do you have anything to say about that dustin nope i can only do that (laughs) once just checking okay that was a 16 to hit oh that'll do it let me double check though uh combat i'm pretty sure 16 Oh, 16, exactly. Nice. Okay, you are going to take three piercing cold damage. 
Ooh, ouchie, 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 ouchie. And that's it. They aim their pistol directly at you and they do and they shoot and you are blasted with just like these piercing shards of a very cold ballistic material but uh, it doesn't your armor blocks most of it some bitch <laughs> friday yes it's your turn i think we're gonna go with the classics uh friday Waves hand, just thinking and thinking, and he pulls as stacks and stacks of musical instruments come flying down from other realities on top of them as he casts Junk Shard. Hell yeah. And of course. Roll. And uh, <laughs> I'm going to do the one that hit Fanny, so I need a reflex save. All right. 20. Okay, you can take half damage. You take four points of damage. Alrighty. Four it is. Ow. But now he's covered in junk. He's covered in my junk specifically. Oh. <laughs> I like picturing that in Ugh, that reality. On. <laughs> they're artisan <laughs> musical instruments, but in this one, they're just absolute crap. So it turns, it's basically junk here. <laughs> <clears throat> This uh, number four robot, uh, all that junk collapses down on her, and her carapace is quite scratched up. She is going to need to be rebuffed after this fight. Saren, what are you going to do? Uh, Saren is going to uh, gently place down the zithery do. Don't want to drop it. Still have respect for the instrument. It's a nice instrument. Uh, <laughs> And draw your cylindrical lens uh, lens pistol, the family gun, and um, we'll fire at the one that is di- directly in front of Alaric. Okay, fantastic! Jesus Christ, I rolled a nat one. Oh, <laughs> oh no! Okay, well it's time for uh, me to pull out my crit fail cards. We have those. No. Yep. Oh, yeah. we've got them. And I remember that I had to use two of them on myself at one of our more recent combats. So I'm delighted for the opportunity to use them on someone else. (laughs) All right, let me just give these a quick shuffle. Okay, what kind of uh, damage does your weapon do? Fire damage, so energy. Energy. Uh, This one is called You Want Some? You re-roll the attack against your nearest ally. Hey! Oh, Friday! Oh, wonderful. Oh, boy. Surely I'll roll port. No, I rolled a 16 against Friday. EAC. I, I think I think what happens is that like I'm because Friday is t- for for those listening at home. Friday is to the east, so, and like as opposed, and the enemies are all to the north. That Saren is trying to do that cool thing from Wanted, where she curves the bullets. <laughs> <laughs> Saren, that doesn't work. I've told you a thousand times. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! It is shenanigans. The episodes. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, Dustin, you take uh, 
five points of fire damage. Ah. Oh my god. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Wow. That's a great explanation uh, for the crit fail. I really, I really enjoyed that, Heidi. That was very fun. <laughs> uh, and inspo point for you. Oh, I got an inspo point. And that is it for my turn. Though I would like to ask, uh, is it possible for me to have parked Jambot just outside the front doors to kind of block a easy exit? Yeah. Okay. Blocking. Well, that's fine. <laughs> Jambot uh, has three commands now welding, blocking, and speeding <laughs> blocking <laughs> okay it's Alaric's turn you have two uh, I don't know oddly gleeful seeming robots right in front of you they seem like they're having a pretty good time oh gosh why wouldn't they freaking guns, dusters, hat Mm -hmm. That is pinned down. I guess I could see objectively that it might be good times for them. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I guess. Um, let me see. Do I want to? <clears throat> it's like, uh, gosh. All right. Well, maybe I'll be a little bit more friendly once you shut down for a spell. And with that, uh, Alaric's eyes glow a little bit, uh, almost like faint circuitry going through. And they see, he sees the kind of like the energy network running through, through them. And with their, uh, technomancer abilities, it's, you know, with, uh, you know, technology, magic, it's kind of their thing is going to reach out and touch one of the glowing points they can kind of see with their, kind of the uh the energy and is going to kind of push through and kind of um kind of tweak the energy within it. So I'm casting jolting surge Ooh, okay. as a technomancer spell and because they are uh kind of like a uh the the robots I actually get an extra plus two to my attack against oh, them. Oh that's fun. Okay. I just yeah. come on dice. Do your thing Yes, twenty one against her EAC. Whew, yes, absolutely. That hit. That gets her. Uh, Shitters. <laughs> Good job. That how will, much? How much damage did she take? That'll be four dice six worth <laughs> of electricity. Again, hate to do this, but four d six. Jolting surge like a cantrip. It's a level one spell. Damn it! <laughs> oh, I'm getting it confused <laughs> with something from Pathfinder. Okay. Oh yeah, they do have that cantrip. The it's like a little, there's like one. a cantrip where you can do like a little electric jolt, I, yeah. <laughs> electric arc. Yeah, something yeah, like, like a, that. Yeah, the um, ooh, that's a nice roll. That's a nice. Those are some nice numbers there. A little three, a six, a three, and a four. So that's sixteen point of electricity damage. Um, and again, the, they're seeing kind of with their technomancer senses and just pushes in and kind of uses their own bioelectricity and just kind of as they're, as they're touching the, this one has a, you said it had like a number two on it. Yep. The number two. Yeah. She lights up from the inside. You can see all of the circuit, all of her circuitry is on full display as the electric jolt goes through her. She is still standing 
and okay. uh, you know it, it can still can still do something, but she doesn't look like she's having fun anymore. So <laughs> oh, just pooped in their cereal. Yeah, you know, you're really you're really spoiling her day. You spit in her soup. <laughs> see, number two is having a number two kind of day. It's a real uh, pooper of a day for number two. <laughs> yeah, they think now pooper doodle start pooper doodle. It started out so well too. That's man. That's all I'm gonna. That's all I'm gonna do. And I'll just confirm with the the Jessica. You say these aren't with you? No, they don't work for me. Huh. Maybe if you just go away, they'll stop. Oh, I'd no, rather I don't make them so. stop the good old fashioned way. Oh, Captain. It's been so many days since I've killed something. I'm I'm a little <laughs> oh, bit. Oh, no. <laughs> number, two, number two smirks at you and says, like, I'd like to see you try. Ballad <laughs> <laughs> literally just laughs like that. Well, it's Ballad's turn. Does she want to teach number two a lesson? Oh, yeah. She's going to hop up on the desk. Um, She's doing like one of those crazy kung fu movie style like spin jumps. It's it's wild. And then meanwhile, her (laughs) uh, chain whip is spinning with her and she just like snake strikes it towards uh, number two. (laughs) Let's see what I Make me an attack. No whammies. Is that no whammy, natural no whammy, or no whammies. Okay, yeah, no, that's natural. Natural 20. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. You asked, you asked me to teach it a fucking lesson. <laughs> I did. I I invited that. I invited that with my words. <sighs> uh, and the universe saw fit to answer. And we could all be grateful that the universe answers my questions. I have such a cool new thing that does fire damage too. So, anyways, have thirty-two damage. I'm excited. Um, Oh my god! (laughs) Have thirty-two damage, please. On the one that Angel already hit for sixteen. Do you want me to bother pulling a crit card? (laughs) (laughs) Nah, (laughs) nah. Valid doesn't need the additional. Like nothing fancy. She literally just runs up. No, pull the crit card because sometimes the crit card's like you hit your enemy, another enemy. Oh, fair sure, enough. You fair know what? Enough. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. Uh, Maybe I can set the other one on fire. <laughs> well, I'm one setting can this one on fire. One can have high hopes. Oh, I guess I should have done like an acrobatics for jumping up on that. Which like, if I fail that, then yeah, no freaking way I fail. <laughs> It was higher than my last roll. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) It was a 23 Um, this time. (laughs) Grazing hit. Normal damage and the target is stunned for one round. But as the target has been smashed to pieces. um, Yeah, they're pretty stunned. They're so stunned they're dead. That that's why I laughed. It's also on fire. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) On fire, super stunned, dead as a doornail. Uh, you know. Great. What's on the oh? What's on the other one? It's there was number two and then number four. four. Number four is the one that's alive. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Good thing. Uh, good yeah, thing Ballad, Johnny Ballad Five is, is looking here. at them around the corner, saying, uh, "Yeah, that's why I laughed. You want to back off?" <laughs> <laughs> Ballad, don't burn this one. I I want the hat. <laughs> well, I think the hat's still intact. <laughs> Maybe. Okay. <laughs> so, given that it's number four's turn. She'll say, oh, there's more of us where that came from. Oh, more murder for me to do. And uh, let's see. (laughs) Oh, God, it's going to pull out something weird out of its bag of tricks. I know. It's going to go Iron iron Giant. (laughs) She slings the rifle off of her back. Oh, God. And after looking Ballad direct in the eye, tries to shoot her friend again. Eye, eye for an eye. Oh, well, okay. Let me see some. If you're, if you have cover, are you still in my, like, because I can technically hit that one from here. Uh, she is With still behind reach. a wall from where you're standing. Right. Like if you like you can you can really only see each other when you lean out. And she mm. doesn't really have to lean out. She's got a she's got a good enough angle on Relora from where she's standing that she doesn't really have to lean out of cover. That makes sense. To shoot. Just checking. <laughs> yeah. Fair question. That's an eighteen against your oh, KAC. Yeah. That will do it. Relora, can you back off? <laughs> Please don't die. <laughs> yeah, you sure thing. I'll, I'll, I'll flip on over here in a bit. i am just kind of got to catch I'm my gonna, breath. I'm going to throw you if you don't. <laughs> Dope. Uh, don't worry. I roll. I roll super fucking low all the time. I you're going to take. <laughs> I forgot to move after my last move. You're going to take eight points of piercing damage. <sighs> Ooh. And you are also now flat-footed against oh. number four. Right. Okay. Uh, she used eight. her... She's an operative, and she used her trick attack ability. Ooh. Great. Okay. Oh, I hate All right, lab are you Are you still in your stamina? Yeah, I've actually got a little bit of stamina left, which is nice. Okay, good. Flat-footed, add choice, and close. Not much I can actually do, so I'm going to go up to uh, Jazzy Jeff here. and uh, Their name is Jask. Thank you very Jask. much. I'm going to go up to Jask. Go, Jask, you got to fill us in what's going on. And I'm going to roll. Uh, uh, let's do Intimidate, actually. Um, just because changing it up. I rolled a night to got a, an 11 for a 19 Intimidate to get him to tell me what the hell's going on. They glare at you and say, fuck off. Not the attitude. Wow. Not the right answer, but uh, we'll deal with you later. You're not going anywhere. So you either help us out or, you know, you become one of them. You come into my store and go in the staff room when I told you all fucking not to and you instigate a firefight smashing my instruments and you tell me that I need to help you? There's plenty more instruments to smash. Fuck off! Alright, we'll deal with you in a bit. Let's take care of this robot. Robot. And then we'll, we'll, uh, we'll have a little conversation. That ends my turn. Okay. 
Uh, cool. Yeah. On on guard duty over by good old Jesk, who seems like they really, really kind of fucking hate you. <laughs> Which I think is super understandable, considering yep. you're in here smashing up all of their shit. Okay. Saren. Do I need to roll an acrobatics to get over the desk? I know you I know everyone else has been, but like I I yeah. I think that well, everybody else was trying to do something really fast. Uh I wouldn't necessarily make you roll acrobatics if you did a slow, careful climb over the desk, but I I do think that that might cost an extra a move. Speed, yeah. Yeah. So you can either um, acrobatics to flip over it and keep breezing, or you can do it in two moves in a slow, careful sort of way. Yeah. Saren, um, so before I make my decision, um, can I potentially roll something, roll a recall knowledge to, to figure out if these things are boilerplate robots or if they're something oh, cooler. Always, always, please. Oh, that is cool. Please do. Um, what skill would that be? Gosh, um, engineering maybe? Okay. Uh, well, that was a natural 20 for 32. Oh, boy! <laughs> Uh, Great. So, yeah. Uh, you can't see the best from your vantage point, but wow, you have seen enough to know these things look pretty special. You have <sighs> not seen their like before. The, the the chassis is relatively boilerplate stuff. They they look in appearance to be a relatively like right off the assembly line model of robot. But they've clearly, they've clearly been worked on, you know? Someone has clearly taken the time to individualize them, to do like special modifications to each of them. They uh someone clearly put a lot of work into these two robots. And as they you can also see that as they are numbered, uh, you can assume that there are there are more. There's at least a number one and uh, a number three. Okay. Also in, but I don't get any idea of like. There's no makers mark. Yeah, I don't. Okay, no species or anything. Nope, they're not modeled after any particular species. They're just kind of vaguely humanoid in shape. They're just they just look like boilerplate assembly line robots with a lot of of loving attention to detail in terms of their abilities and modifications but no no real like specialization on their appearance yeah and with that recall knowledge do i get any information about the special abilities or special defenses or what's your anything again? along those lines uh 32 oh god yes no you you can you can glean so much info you can tell from the combat styles that the uh, you are currently fighting someone who has had operative training. The last one uh, had more of just a straightforward soldier style training. You can surmise that 
they are constructs, you know, pretty obviously with all of the attendant immunities, you can uh, guess that they can probably see pretty well in the dark. They are fairly fragile from where you can see their armor. Their armor is not great. Uh, it's, it's, no one has upgraded their armor. It's still kind of the off the assembly line one. So it's, it's pretty, they're pretty vulnerable to that. Um, you can see that this one has a healing circuit installed on her and that, uh, her equipment is integrated into her body. Hmm. Okay. Uh, on a thirty-two, you can basically ask me whatever you want to know, and I, I will, I will tell you. So, if there's anything I missed uh, with that description, let me know. So, you mentioned that they're fragile. Did they have any weaknesses? Nope, not really. Okay. Nothing, nothing outside of what everyone is has weaknesses against, barring construct <laughs> immunities. Sure, they're vulnerable to being shot. <laughs> Okay. Um, Saren then will go ahead and move 30 feet to stand behind Alaric. And we'll just fire again. Um, okay. Um, just, just, I think that where number four is standing, since she, especially since she is not currently leaned out around the corner, I think she does have partial cover from you, but I'm open to arguments against. I can see that because okay. she probably has her back against the wall, right? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Not full My thinking cover was just because a- you've got an angle on her, but, but she yeah. is not making herself a target. Like she's not standing sort of square in the area. She's attempting to flatten herself. Yeah. Back against the wall. Yeah, my thinking was just because by the book I've got line of sight, so I should be able to hit, but I'm fine with I have no arguments against partial cover. Is a can, so. is like a twenty-five percent uh mischance? Sound fair? Um I think cover is that they get a plus two a partial cover is they get a plus two. Oh, you're their, right. Sorry. I always do path their AC. rules instead. Okay. Um, yeah, concealment is the one that's percentage. Oh, gotcha, 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 gotcha. I'm it's a good thing we have you those. here to remember the rules. <laughs> 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 okay, yeah. Uh, go ahead and take your shot at her. All right. Uh, my shot, I roll a 14 on the die for 18 total. Yeah, even with even with the bonus to uh, to her EAC. That's not going to cut it. You definitely still get her. She's doing her best to flatten herself against the wall, but you are able to line up that shot just right that you get her square in the shoulder. Nice. nice. Uh, for nine points of damage. Nine. 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 Nine points of damage. Nine. Okay, yeah. She's got a solid hull. You've, you've really ruined that shoulder, uh, that shoulder pauldron. And there's a big old hole in her coat where you can see the shoulder pauldron now. Uh, she still she still looks pretty mean though. No, she's still standing. All right, all right. Sorry, didn't really want to do that, but <laughs> you you 
Rules you of attacked com- first. Rules of combat. I understand. Now, <laughs> don't worry. I'll return the favor. Not if I have anything to say about it. <laughs> All right, Alaric, it's your turn again. Ooh, okay. I am going to... Okay. And so, Jess, we've been, we've been, in com- you know, we, we, we're no strangers to combat, you know, Fanny mm-hmm. and Ballad. She already knows that you're going to continue your Solarian whip, whip attack during the combat, right? I think actually what you would notice at this point is that Ballad, as always, ha- slowly builds up a glow throughout the combat and it is at a point where they are glowing very very brightly and they kind of give you a look like i'm gonna i'm gonna flame on (laughs) Uh, so you might want to you might want to clear the hell out (laughs) okay (laughs) meaning get 10 feet away from this area (laughs) okay gotcha because i was gonna do a supercharged weapon but um, you could do that. I mean, if you really want to, you know, I can I can always change plans. But if you it depends on what you want to do. Well, I I, I wanted to kind of go with our flow of battle. So like, again, of, of that's kind of the the direction. Um, you know, I'm pretty confident that, you know, Fanny would uh, do that quick check, which is what she's doing and going, OK, and kind of basically moving out her next steps. So they're going to um, carefully jump over the counter so they're not going to do any sort of fancy move but just kind of like <laughs> okay uh, put their butt over and slide over but not go any <laughs> go any further gently scooch <laughs> a gently scooch um behind the behind the counter let sarah know like all right i think i think ballad's gonna do her thing soon so let's not try to get caught in the blast and then peek up and his eyes do that same kind of glow um with the circuitry and the weapon that the Mark IV has uh, seen its glow pattern and does a kind of like a wave of uh, his arm. And what he's doing is he's manipulating the mechanics inside with a te- uh, with a technomancy. So I'll need a will save of a 13. So it's not, you know, terribly, terribly high. Can okay. Trip. We'll give that a try. Come on, come on. Fail, 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 fail. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. That's a seventeen. Oh, uh, she has they're, a they're, strong will. Uh, unlike the witch warper, which I think Dustin, you could use as an immediate action, so you could use it on other people's turn. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fanny has to do it during their turn. So they were kind of tweaking to kind of cause a misfire, but then they're distracted by the chassis too. As far as like, well, that ain't standard built. Um, not as full detail as our awesome chief engineer with her insane 32 rule. That was fucking cool, but enough to get distracted and just loses, loses the spells. Ah, shit. And that's all that, <laughs> that's all they can do. They tried to go for a misfire, but they got distracted. All right. Then we move on to Balad. Well, Balad, as I said, is, uh, Surrounded by solar glow and is going to carefully hop off the table. She's sort of doing like a monkey like (laughs) run into this room. 
Uh, and she's getting as far back as she can to avoid, you know, hitting her friends. Yeah, that should be good. Um, and now please give me a reflex save as a just a wall of fire Ugh. explodes outward up up Fantastic. the wall behind Ballad. Because Ballad went directly straight to the back wall and just like exploded outwards in a 10 foot radius. <sighs> a six probably yeah. doesn't do it, right? Oh my. <laughs> no. 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 Shocker. What a surprise. And my, de- <laughs> my decents are such crap. I was ready for you to get it, but no, no, no. Not what Abby's rolling, baby. <laughs> no. <laughs> for you, All I right, rolled uh, pretty low damage. So you're only going to take 15 points of fire damage. Yeah, it's only 15 points of fire. That's only 15 it's points only of damage. 15. <laughs> well, you melt this one too. That's that's two that's two robots in a row that Ballad has melted. <clears throat> uh your fire catches Mark IV completely and it's just all of her chassis and her face. And unfortunately for Friday, that great hat just oh, just <laughs> melts down her body, and she collapses in a melty metal heap. It's like Terminator in here. <laughs> As you, the four of you, I imagine, turn dramatically to face Jask, who is currently crawling out from under the table and is raising their little arms in surrender. Oh, Far Beyond Jess. the Stars is a fantastic oh. world's production. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to a show about how these four yahoos melt my robots. We It's, it's a cool and goofy fun time on Far Beyond the Stars. In the meantime, if you can't get enough of us uh, before, you know, we... <sighs> roll out the next episode you can catch our other show the fantastic worlds podcast based on the reign of winter adventure path through pathfinder 1e we also recommend connecting with our fantastic community on discord and reddit or following us on facebook twitter or instagram and you can find links to all of those wonderful things on our website fantasticworldspod.com if you've got a little extra cash and you'd like to throw it our way no pressure but we'd really like it if you gave it to us just a little bit just just a small amount of your money. You can go to our Patreon at fantasticworlds.cash where you can get access to behind the scenes content for all of our shows and our undying gratitude for your support. I'm Abby, your galactic mistress, and you can find me at Bonanza Famine on Instagram or Twitter. I'm Heidi, your green sleeves playing chief engineer, Saren Casseris. You can find me <laughs> at Vamahillion on Twitter. Hey, y'all, this is Angel Espinoza. Me and Friday now are uh, uh, two peas in a pod. <laughs> and Calamity. Don't forget. Oh, and Calamity. Yeehaw, it's a trio. Uh, I can be reached at Espinoza916. I might have to keep this form because I'm having way too much fun with <laughs> with this language <laughs> or with this form's speech patterns. Oh, uh, this is Jess. You can find me at Hank the Clank. Setting everything on fire. <laughs> Hell yeah. 
This is your destroyer of instruments, Friday Francisco. Ugh. You can find Dustin Alexander at Dustin Alexander. <laughs> I'm just figuring really out sma- where all the you smashed went. up this poor person's whole shop. <laughs> <laughs> t- and all, all of terrible. this is Friday you know, has the mending has spell. It's all burnt. good. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> that might, if you use that, that might go a long way toward increasing Jask's, uh, you know, receptivity to anything you might have to he say. He did to do them. a junk shard where he dropped a bunch of broken musical instruments that he could also mend, so he could actually increase the stock. That's, <laughs> also, that's a good. That's a good angle to play next episode. Uh, if you enjoy our show, do us a favor and help spread the word to friends and family you think also might enjoy the show. And we'll see you next time, far beyond the stars. Pew, pew. Far Beyond the Stars is a Fantastic Worlds production and an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. The Starfinder Adventure Path Fly Free or Die is a trademark of Paizo, copyright 2020. All Paizo content is used with permission. <laughs>